everybody. Welcome back to the Be Loved, Be Bold podcast. Um, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. I think this is now our sixth episode, wait, fifth or sixth episode, which is so cool that we've done that many. And um, I just appreciate those of you that have listened to even one of them. Um, But if you've listened to more, that's awesome too. Um, I did want to tell y'all that I'm posting updates um, on our Instagram. So follow at Be Loved, Be Bold and Uh, Like I said, it's just so cool to hear your feedback and um, know that you're listening because that's kind of what keeps it going. As school's gotten busier, it's been harder to keep up and um, do it, but to hear how encouraging, um, how much it has encouraged y'all is encouraging me, so um, thank you so much. But today I am with, sitting with my friend Megan Harkins. Hey friends, my (laughs) name is Megan. (laughs) She's amazing. She um, is from Florida. We met last year, even though it feels like I don't know. It feels like we've known each other for so much We're lifetime friends. Yes, for sure. But um, we met last year through the Ole Miss Women's Council program here at school at Ole Miss. And she is technically my mentor. Like <laughs> I'm her big. She is. It's kind of like a big little thing that we have um, within the program. But I'm so blessed to have gotten her as mine. And um, Megan, I'm going to let you just kind of take this away and like start off by telling about where you're from and how you came to know the Lord. And the theme for this episode, y'all, is... Um, it's prayer. So there have been a lot of questions that have come up. People have asked me things about prayer lately, and I've thought about it a lot. I've actually been reading about it, and I have a book to share with you too later, a recommendation. But um, yeah, anyways, we're going to talk about prayer, but first Megan's going to talk about herself a little bit too. So Yes, so as Mary Patton said, I'm Megan. I'm from Orlando, Florida, and I don't think I've ever told Mary Patton this, but I was like stalking all the freshmen's Instagrams before they came, and she had, it was something about God and like, I can't remember, but I can, like, picture it in your Instagram bio, and I was like, I think she loves the Lord. I want I want her as my mentee. Um, and then you were my mentee, and it's been the best thing ever. But, yeah, I'm from Florida. I have two brothers. They are my very best friends, and <laughs> I just love them so much. And I work at a summer camp every year. It's called Camp Chioka. Uh, so that's really important to me. And how I grew to love the Lord is I was raised in a Catholic home. Um, and I love my family so much. Like, we went to church every Sunday. It was super fun. But I just, like, never thought a lot mm-hmm. about church or about God. It was just something we did. And then in middle school, I was part of, like, a mean girls group, I guess. <laughs> and I was so mean. <laughs> and I, but they were also mean Not to me. Not the best. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was just, like, really icky. But also, we were, like, 12. Yeah. Um, so I lost all my friends and was like, I guess I'll start hanging out at church. And maybe I'll make friends there. And just gradually saw that the world leaves us so empty and just saw that God is that thing that fulfills. And, like, by the grace of God, just started picking up my Bible one day. And I'm like, maybe I'll actually read this. <laughs> um, so it was just, like, very gradual from there. And, like, obviously lots of trials and stuff. But it was just, like, growing in a relationship with someone who had been with me my whole life. I just didn't know that it was Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. I love that, Megan. Um, so to kind of get into the prayer stuff. Oh, wait. I, I do want to talk about... Um, your camp experience just a little bit more because y'all this camp it's so amazing so how, how young is it it's like only a few years old right no it's really old but we oh, got it is? new ownership so like, okay. it was closed okay. for a while okay. um like basically probably when I was in high school it's like when it was closed and then it reopened with the new directors okay but I think it's like 53 years old oh wow so it's like lots of generations but it's kind yeah. of like a new wave of camp which is really okay. sweet and you kind of got involved when the new wave came in yeah so, John Luke Robertson is actually the one who, um, he's the new director, and, oh my goodness, y'all, Megan actually worked all this past summer 
on a podcast too. Uh, shameless plug. Wait, do you want to share about that? Yeah, so it's called the Christian Youth Camp Podcast, um, <laughs> which is what Camp Chioka stands for. It's Christian Youth Camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we were quarantined there for all of June, and I was part of the media team. So we're like, well, I guess we'll record the whole podcast now. So we recorded the whole season, and the heart of it is like what God has done in our lives at camp and how that's changed who we are outside of camp. So like, mm-hmm. it's our prayer that an audience greater than just our campers can be affected, that, like, the parents can see what's happening. And, like, my friends that have listened have just been encouraged to hear what God's doing in other people's lives. Yeah. So I just got to interview a bunch of people. So now I'm here <laughs> to be on this side of it. But yeah. it's been so fun. Like, and we had literally the Holy Spirit. Like, you and I had the same launch date. Like, <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, so, yeah. So when Megan started the, um, is it season two? Season two. Yeah. Of the Camp Chioka podcast. She started it the day that I started Be Love, Be Bold, which was so crazy. Um, it was so fun that those two came out at the same time. Yes. I mean, just, like, how cool is that? But um, Megan is just, like, one who loves storytelling and specifically stories of faith. Um, she's a journalism major, and I just think you really prioritize relationships and stories, yeah. and it's incredible that God used you in that way over the summer. But um, going back to, okay, now starting to talk about the prayer stuff. Why is it important for us to pray, and how have you seen God use prayer in your life? I know I sent you some questions that yeah. are kind of out of order here. You just you take start okay. talking about it however so, you want to. I think so. like the importance of prayer is first just looking at our hearts and our desires is that like we're made for something more. And even people who don't necessarily believe in like God as a creator have like this longing. I feel like spirituality in quotation mm-hmm. marks is kind of like a trendy like oh I'm spiritual. It's like, well, what does that really mean? But I think it's because, like, we have it ingrained in us that we're made for something more and that, like, there is something else. Yeah. Um, and, like, we're made by an infinite creator. Mm-hmm. So our hearts, like, need that infinite thing to satisfy us. So I think that's kind of, like, the basis of us. Um, and also, before I answer the question, I want to clarify, like, what I see prayer as. Yeah. Um, which is just, like, your relationship with God and, like, talking to him and being with him and conversing with him. Mm-hmm. And prayer doesn't have to just be, like, words in your heart, but, like, as like you're worshiping and like a service like those songs that you sing like can be your prayer if yeah. you're like saying them as a prayer to God and like mm-hmm. when you're reading scripture you can read back a lot of those words like especially the psalms that is so easy like right. as your prayer to God when you're without words um so yeah it's just like the actual relationship and not the knowledge and I mentioned I started reading scripture like first thing basically when I started getting involved in my faith mm-hmm. um and really for years I was really heavy into scripture. I was like, I'm going to read the whole Bible, like, did the whole thing. Um, and I love that, and I learned so much. But I didn't, I don't want to say I didn't have a relationship with Jesus, because that's not fair. But I definitely, like, there was something missing, something right. personal. Yeah. Because it would be like, if I listen to you talk about your life for an hour, I'd be like, okay, I just know a lot of stuff about Mary Patton, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. But since it wasn't a conversation, it's like, well, there's not really a relationship there. Yeah. Um, so I had, like, read a lot about God, but I mm-hmm. hadn't really let him into my heart. I'm an Enneagram 6. I have a lot of walls. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just hadn't really let him in. So that's kind of to preface. Yeah. Sorry. What you but, think about prayer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the best way I know how to explain why we pray is mm-hmm. to go back to my relationship with my earthly dad, who is literally my best friend. I love him so much. <laughs> um. But my dad is, like, the kind of dad who figures out everything. Yes. And, like, not that he tries to. Like, he's not nosy. Uh-huh. But he just somehow knows everything. And, like, when he sees me, he knows what mood I'm in. Like, right. And if I do something I'm not supposed to, like, he's going to find out one way or another. Like, li- like parents will just find out. They like, do. I don't know how. Yeah, they do. Um, so, 
if he already knows, like, that's fine, mm-hmm. and he can just know that, but it's going to mean so much more to him if I go and tell him. Right. And even the same if, like, I told my mom something that happened, and mm-hmm. then she tells my dad, it's like, okay, my dad knows that this happens. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows how I'm doing, but it just means so much more to him when I go to him and tell him, right. even though he already knows. Yeah. So, like, it's the same with God, is God, like... He knows every single part of our heart. Like, we cannot hide from him. Like, God is light, and where there's light, there's no darkness. And, like, yeah. we're living in him. Um, so he knows everything. Like, he is just like, daughter, come to me. Like, son, come to me and tell me. Like, yes. love me in that way. So that's, like, the best way I know to explain why we pray. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as far as, like, praying for other people, because it's like, well, if God wanted to heal him, why doesn't he just heal him? Like, yeah. why, do I, why is my intercession important? Like, right. why do I need to pray? Um, and you look at the Bible and it's like, okay, there's all these people really, really hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesus could have just snapped his fingers from like a hundred miles away and they would have been healed, mm-hmm. but there would have been no signification that it was about God. Right. Because the healing itself isn't really the important thing. Like, yeah. We're going to have, even if we're like physically healed, we're still going to have internal healing. Like we're a broken people that's going to constantly need a healing. Mm-hmm. So whatever healing it is, Jesus would physically come and be there mm-hmm. so they could see that it was him, so they were drawn closer to him. Right. So we, like, pray for other people so that we can know that we asked for that, see that it is happening, and, like, see the answer. Yeah. And then be able to praise God and, like, recognize him for that. I love like, that. Like, he has to actually be there and be invited in. And, like, yeah. that's why Jesus literally came to earth is so we yeah. can see, like, oh, Jesus healed them. And it's like, well, why doesn't he just come down? Like, now, so we can physically see him. Yeah. But he did, and, like, we killed him. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just, like, really inviting him into that mm-hmm. so that we can recognize the things that he's doing and credit them to him. Wow, that's so good, Megan. Yeah, that's the exact question that I had from a friend, like, a week ago was, why do we even, like, what's the point of me praying if God already knows? But using that analogy of, like, comparing it to your dad and you being little, I mean, that's that's really it. It's, like... God, after all, is just a person. He's a person like us, like he is. And that's what I'm learning through this book that I was going to tell you all about. It's um, A Praying Life by Paul Miller. So good. I think he only has a couple books out. Um, My mom's using another one of his books for a Bible study. But, like, just to start off telling, like, teaching us how to pray and how to approach God, it's to come. He says to come as a child, like a little child, you know. And at the end of the day, God just wants to hear, like, hear from us. He wants to be in relationship with us, and, like, just like you were saying, like, you know, with a friend, we, we converse with God the same way to get to know Him. Like, how else can we get to know? I mean, we have His Word, yes, but, like, that is, a lot of times, can be just, like, knowledge. Like you were saying, like, there's a distinction between knowledge and relationship, um, but that's so amazing, and yes, I definitely recommend that book to anybody, because it's taught me so much so far. And, like, you're pointing out that, like, Jesus is our intercessor. Like, at, like he prays for us, too. He, he prays yeah. to the Lord. It's like, why do we pray? Well, don't we model everything after, like, what Jesus did? Like, what, what would Jesus do, yeah. you know? And um, in John 17 is the high priestly prayer where he prays for believers and those who will believe. And he makes yes. his requests known to God, too. Because, like, he's the one that is in control, like the Father. So, anyways, yes. cool point to bring up the fact that he is, like, our in-between, you know? Yeah. Um, but for you, Megan, when do you pray, typically, and how do you pray? It's like, what does prayer look like in your life? Yeah, so, practically, my prayer is every morning, like, first thing I wake up, I wake up early for it, like, 
that is when it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, that's just because that's when my heart is ready, like, to receive him. That's when I'm not going to be distracted. Like, I'm usually not getting a lot of texts at, like, 6.30 a.m., you know what I mean? Like, all the things. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, first thing in the morning is when I pray, and I have a prayer corner in my room that just has, like, pains and scripture and, like, whatever things. So, a lot of times I pray there, but Mm -hmm. also a lot of the times I go outside just because that's, like, my favorite place to be with Jesus. Um, But that's something I tell my campers all the time is it's not so much about when you pray, Mm -hmm. but when you prioritize, like, prayer in your schedule. Yes. So it's not so much about giving God, like, your first fruits, like, the first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, is some people are going to fall asleep in the morning if they're praying. <laughs> and, like, yes, I encourage you to work past that and, like, try to get in a routine. But if you're not a morning prayer person, that's okay. Pray at 3 mm-hmm. p.m. Pray yeah. at 7 p.m. Like, whatever it is. Right. Just schedule Jesus into your day. Like, mm-hmm. let that be the first thing that you schedule. Yeah. Instead of just trying to work him into. Right odd little breaks but yeah giving him the first place in your heart in that way mm-hmm. um so yeah I pray in the morning and why like prayer is a spiritual discipline and like you were saying that comes from Jesus and like mm-hmm. Jesus went away to pray mm-hmm. and we see like John 17 like a high priestly prayer um so in my prayer I often think about Jesus waking up early Jesus knowing that yes sleep is important but also that prayer and relationship with God was also going to be the thing that fueled him Mm -hmm. and then we can look at Jesus prayer before death and how honest he was with God and like his surrender Mm -hmm. to his will though ultimately like in his pain and his suffering uh and also just that like Jesus prayed in the morning so all these things is kind of what I look at when because we're trying to like live into what Jesus did yeah literally just as you said so it's like this is why we're modeling the discipline right because even Jesus prayed Mm -hmm. um so then like what my prayer actually looks like is it really is different every day, but <laughs> always repentance is needed. <laughs> that can happen many times a day. Um, definitely praise because, like, we need to recognize yeah. the good giver. Um, yeah. And, again, like, the reason for praising Jesus in prayer mm-hmm. and, like, praising God the Father for the good gifts is because, like, we he's a jealous God. And, like, yeah. he wants to be recognized for the good things that he does. Yeah. And if I give you a gift... Unless it was a weird circumstance, like, I probably wouldn't just leave it at your door and tell you it wasn't me. Like, if it was your right. birthday, like, there's going to be a card on it <laughs> yeah. that tells you it's from me. Yeah. Um, and, like, cards are for a reason, so God wants to be thanked for the good things that he's doing. Yeah. Because it's not about the thing, it's about our heart loving. I think about, yeah. like, I didn't, I didn't know you were a six Enneagram until you just said it a minute ago, but I'm a two, and so I'm a helper, and, like, I love recognition <laughs> when I help people. <laughs> like, if I do something for somebody... And then it just kind of, I don't know, I just, I love to get a text, like, hey, that meant so much to me. Well, it's weird if you give someone something and they don't text you that they got it. Like, it's just weird. Yeah, because you're wondering, where did that go? Like, it's something it lost in translation. Yeah. (laughs) What? But, yeah, no, of course God would be the same way, you know? Yes. Like, literally just shoot him a thank you text. Uh, (laughs) Because we're made in his image. Yeah. Um, So there's that. There's, like, obviously a request for my own life. Mm-hmm. I think the Lord's Prayer is so important, and yeah. that's something I have been studying a lot lately, is mm-hmm. just going through, like, every line and reading different commentaries mm-hmm. on, like, what these things mean, and it is deep and beautiful. Wow, okay, because that gets so, re- like, it becomes a routine yes. when we say it in church all the time, and, like, but to every- actually break it down. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really beautiful to, like, go through every line. I always read scripture. I usually write my prayers, mm-hmm. um, unless it's just, like, too much. 
Yeah. And I'm, like, trying to go deep into my heart, and there's just a lot of emotions. Right. Um, but, yeah, I really do usually write, because then I can, like, go back and track mm-hmm. God's faithfulness. And mm-hmm. then a lot of times I have some sp- sort of, like, spiritual reading book. Um, or like devotional the one I've been loving it's called the inner voice of love mm-hmm. it is incredible literally every single day you open it and you're like yay okay well, another recommendation that's for today <laughs> yeah. yeah um so that's like what a lot of it looks like but also I go on a lot of walks and like I watch right. the sunrise and yeah literally just spend time with Jesus mm-hmm. um and then as far as like prayer through scripture goes is like kind of meditation and like praying in images because I'm like a very visual person Mm -hmm. so a lot of times like read a passage three times and then like picture that happening and like okay is it me that it's happening to like am I sitting on the outskirt of the room like right and it just says a lot about where I am wow it's kind of like when people plug their name in for um I don't know like another person that Jesus is speaking to like you've you've seen that like people make cards where like their name is in place you know God so loved Mary Patton or God so loved Megan yes um that's really cool because it makes it so much more personal yeah but I love what you said about writing them down not only to go back and see his faithfulness over time but just to stay focused because my mind will wander like I'll start a prayer and it's like I'll pray say I'm just like praying for my brother or something I'm like, I wonder how football practice has been for him lately. You know, just like, yes. just like, rant, I don't know, just stuff. That's why I can't pray before bed because I'm like laying yeah. there and I'm like, <laughs> and I'll be honest, like that's that is typically when I pray. Like I pray at the end of the day and I pray like thank, thank him for his blessings of the day mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I love to pray at the end of the day, but at the same time, it's like okay, like I've got to find a way to be focused. So I want to try to start doing that, and, like writing them out. I think yeah. that will help so much. Yeah, it's been so sweet to start to do that. And it was a total shift in my mindset. So, like, when I was in high school, like Mm -hmm. I was saying, I was super scripture-based. And if you went back and, like, read my (laughs) journals from high school, it was like I was writing, like, an audience. Right. And I'm like, God taught me this today. Like, which is so fine. Yeah. But also, I realized, I was like, I'm never talking to God myself. I'm talking (laughs) about him. I'm reading about him. Yeah. But I'm not talking to him Mm. for extended periods of time Mm -hmm. other than, like, maybe 30 seconds. Right. Um, So, really, like, going in and being like, literally start the first day like I'm gonna pray for five minutes instead of yeah. timer and then 10 and then 20 and then 30 and like uh-huh. the longer you sit there and it's kind of like when you're sitting in silence with someone waiting for someone to talk right and a lot of times it's like just give them one more minute and they'll say something yeah so with Jesus it's like I'm just gonna stay one more minute yeah and like pushing yourself further and further um and then also so then I've been learning lately y'all I've been reading <laughs> we're gonna talk about books a lot <laughs> I've been reading this book called I Believe in Love, and it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, it talks about, like, what makes a, like, good prayer, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. I um, mean, like, the ability to believe in his love. And the author basically said it takes humility and confidence. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the humility to realize I do not deserve the thing that I'm asking for. Yeah. Like, I deserve no good gifts. I deserve no help. Like, me, myself, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so, humility... But then total confidence and abandonment that, like, God can do what he says he will. And, like, right. God will fulfill his promises. And total confidence in them. And then where that comes from in scripture is when the centurion said, or, yeah, it was, like, for his servant. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Right. And, like, that is a good and beautiful prayer that was answered. Yeah. Because it's acknowledging humility. I am not worthy. Right. But if you say the word, it can happen. Mm. And, like, having that confidence in God yeah. is so beautiful. And something <laughs> I'm, like, trying to work for because we limit right. God we do. a lot. And then one other thing I want to say. <laughs> Sorry, I'm chatting. Um, about, like, praying 
for other people, like uh-huh. a practical thing that I started doing. And I got this from one of my campers, which is so cool. Cool. But she literally has an index card with like all the people she loves. Each person has a card. And she writes their prayer requests on the back and she just goes through and prays for them. Because wow. I get overwhelmed going to my prayer time. I mean, like, I have so many people to pray for. Yeah, where do you start? So I have a stack on my desk, a stack in my bathroom, and a stack in my car. And every time I go in or out of any of those places, you just, like, pick it up, pray for the person, whatever. That's incredible, and you, like, Megan. I, and that's when I text people and be like, hey, how can I be praying for you? I'm right. like, when you t- see their I'm, card. like, thinking that that prayer is, like, kind of being resolved. Or I'll ask, like, hey, how's this going? Right. And that's when it's cool because you can see God answering. And, like, the prayers that we're praying for people, like, if you're praying for someone's conversion, like, that is prayed with total confidence mm-hmm. because you know that that's the will of God. Right. Um. But then if you're praying for something else for them that, like, maybe is their request. Right. It's kind of adding on, like, unless you have something more beautiful, Jesus. Like, I don't know that this is your will. Yes. But I know that you want to give us good gifts. Yeah. It's like, we're ready for whatever that looks like. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I'm going to do that. (laughs) Do it. Everyone needs to. Let me go buy some index cards right after this. I got really cute, like, um, pastel ones at Walmart for 97 cents. (laughs) Is that what I saw in your car? Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. That's, that, and the camper taught you that. How nice. You know, it's like. I used to be so nervous, not, I guess, I don't know, I just didn't feel like I, as a teenager, or even now, could share wisdom to somebody older than me, but we are all, like, walking the walk, and we all have stuff to learn from each other, and I love that you learned that from a camper. The faith of a child, like, Yeah, it goes back to that. It It does. Um, And the prayer that you were talking about, you know, like, Lord, I am not worthy, there's so many prayers that you can pray that, like, are so hard to pray, but God will answer. And one of them for me that I don't like to pray all the time, but it is, like, Lord, show me my sin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Show me my heart. And you're like, <laughs> and you say that, it's, like, kind of half-hearted, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, even that, I'll take it. And the Lord's like, the next Here day, like, let me guilt trip you. Right? No, no, no. He likes to be not the other day, <laughs> He's not out. He's not out to hurt us. He is not. No. But he wants to make us more like Jesus. And, yeah. And he does. And, like, as you grow and mature in your faith and as you pray that prayer, oh, my goodness, will he show you <laughs> your sin. <laughs> yeah, we realize just how human we are. And, like, yeah. every single year, it amazes me more and more that he uses me. Because yeah. every year that I'm older, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm the worst. <laughs> I love it. Um, so any specific scenarios where you've seen God answer prayer in your life or use that in a particular way? Yes, I wish. See, and this is, I like should have looked back and just like read through my prayers because I right. know there's so many specific times. So the first that came to mind mm-hmm. is literally the summer. Um, it can be overwhelming having a cabin of like 15 girls yeah. and like keeping track of their prayer needs and like all the things. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to pray for each of them like one morning before they all came and I like wrote down a list of their names I didn't even know who was who yet it was like night one or night two of camp and I like wasn't fully sure and I just prayed sweet Anna Schultz um and I just prayed for her I said Lord like I pray that Anna would become fully yours and, like I wrote mm-hmm. that down and just moved on to the next girl like that was just what the Holy Spirit like wrote through like in my hand yeah um and that day she came we just like Megan I want to get baptized and I was like wait a minute whoa like, baptism is being fully his. Yeah. Um, so that was just the summer that it was incredible. But wow. literally every single day he answers prayers. He We're does. just not really aware to see it. Um, yeah. But a lot of the way he's moved in my prayer lately is realizing that, like, prayer is healing. Like, mm-hmm. every time that we spend with Jesus is healing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but realizing I don't have to talk about the heavy stuff every time I go to prayer. Yeah. Because think about if you were dating someone, and if every time you hung out with them, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what's your, like, greatest fear, what do you struggle with the most, like, I would be running away. I feel like I can't <laughs> hang out with you, I get sad every time. Yeah. So it's like, every time I go to God, like, I was trying to bear my whole soul every time. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just heavy, and it's like... Well, Jesus wants to do the fun things, too, and, like, he wants to go on a walk with us and look at the flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, both are just as healing. Mm-hmm. And I've just found a lot of freedom in, like, having fun with Jesus instead of feeling like I want to cry every time right. I go pray. Well, and because so many of us want to go to God with the hardships, yeah. you know. And when you think about going to him with the blessings just as much, changes, yeah, it changes what prayer is like for your for you in your life. Yes. Um. What would you say to somebody? I'm coming at you with a question that I didn't tell you about before. That's okay. (laughs) What would you say to somebody that just, you know, seems to be struggling in their prayer life because they feel like God's not listening? Oh, my goodness. That is so hard because we all have seasons of that. Yeah. I think first remembering that, like, the Holy Spirit is interceding. Mm -hmm. And, like, those who believe in the Lord have the Spirit. And, Mm -hmm. like just trust that if you don't even know what to pray because you're like distraught about that just sitting there and being like holy spirit i don't have the words but like intercede like it's just, like the spirit will intercede in groanings like yeah. two grateful words um so counting on that and praying when you don't feel like it like right. our feelings are good and beautiful but, like mm-hmm. they cannot be trusted yeah all the time because there's a lot of just other underlying things there mm-hmm. um so that's, I'm like, pray when you don't feel like it. Mm. And just say, like, God, I'm giving you these 30 minutes. I'm giving you this hour. And, like, he will honor that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And it is when it feels like God is doing the absolute least that he is doing the absolute most every single time. So it's like, we have to get through those hard seasons. Like, we are being tested. We're promised trials. Like, mm-hmm. we're promises. So yeah. it really is just, like, conditioning ourselves. Like, we can't get surprised and, like, having grace with yourself that like yeah prayer is hard right now but having already decided that you're gonna keep praying right like don't let it be a decision every day like oh do I feel like it today but just knowing like I'm going to pray because I'm choosing to believe yeah I know it is hard right now yeah that's amazing Megan good advice yeah um just before we end do you have any other verses that you wanted to share or any other truth or wisdom that somebody had told you oh my goodness um I think two verses I think about with prayer is mm. because he's been starting to listen, I'll pray as long as I have breath. Mm. And just that concept of, like, praying unceasingly, like, mm-hmm. praying not ceasing throughout the day. Um, and then I think it's in James that says the prayer of a person living right with God is something powerful to be reckoned with because mm-hmm. I, I wrestle with that, like, on a weekly basis of are my prayers effective, like, right. reading in scripture. And then this, one of my favorite things, because I talked about my dad, I love my dad, and it's just really <laughs> easy for me to, like, picture God in that way. Yeah. Um, which is such a blessing. But in Luke 11, it says, what father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent, or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to all who ask him? Wow. And it's like, God is a good father mm-hmm. who wants to give us good gifts. He's like, daughter, I want to give you the world. Like, just ask. Yeah. And, like, all of our desires are at the root good because there's one creator. And, like, that creator planted the desire. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, at that root, it's good. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, manipulated and twisted. Yeah. And, like, our desire for all these things, especially in college that come up, it's like, well, the root of that is that I desire to be loved. Yeah. Or the root of that is I desire not to be alone. Right. And, like, Jesus is the one who fulfills 
all of those and in prayer our desires become untwisted so that we can see that he's the one that fills them Megan you're so wise oh my goodness and God has just taught you so much through that and would you say that like being invested in prayer and like living a prayerful life will help you to be bold in your faith oh absolutely because this is what the podcast is about it's like you know how can we be more bold first of all it's like recognizing you've been loved like yes that's, that is say, the title and then he said on your podcast last week and I was like <laughs> yes. I'm popping in my car yeah. um but I think prayer can be a reminder that like you are so loved yeah and so then it's like let me just go tell everybody yes and it's like we have to have that relationship or else it's like we just know about this guy but we don't know him personally yeah and I picture this is like an image I had in prayer one time was just picturing like there's the mom that comes up and is like, grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your left or at your right. Mm-hmm. And I read that and I was like, that is a lot. Like, wait your turn in line. Like, a pipe down. <laughs> like, just pipe down. Yeah. Um, and then I just pictured him like, that, like, great banquet. Like, uh-huh. with Jesus. Right. And I picked, like, when I'm, like, picturing that in prayer, mm-hmm. like, this huge table, all these things, Jesus is at the head. And I'm, like, standing up against the wall. Because I'm like, right. no, 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 you can sit down. You can sit down. Which, as a two, I know you're like that. You're like, yeah, you, you take the spot. But Jesus is like, no, like, you can sit next to me. So mm-hmm. prayer is, like, taking that seat next to him and, like, mm-hmm. accepting the love that he wants to give you. Yes. Instead of just trying to give it to other people. Because that crazy does not that, work at all. Yeah. <laughs> at <laughs> all. I've tried. No, but that's crazy that you mentioned the table analogy, too, because Elizabeth Turner, um, who was on last week's podcast, actually did the same thing. Wait, really? Yes. She, we were on a walk yesterday, and she was like, maybe Pat, I've thought so much about this lately, how, like, in heaven there's a feast and God is there he's like at the table and how sad it would be that he would prepare like you know the eggs the bacon all the <laughs> what, who knows what fun food he's invented that's in heaven that's not here yeah oh my gosh that's like better than colors <laughs> we were thinking about that the other day the colors the foods the shapes yeah. um, <laughs> the animals I mean seriously all of it but how he's prepared this feast and then it's like not just just denying him or betraying him and sinning against him in general is like not showing up to the table yeah but not praying is not showing up to the table you know and just like how how terrible that must make him feel like us being his children I mean it's like goes back to your dad like yeah you know what if what if you just like <laughs> he wanted to play with you or something yeah. and you were like no no I'm busy yeah and it's like even if we're angry with God like he wants to hear the reality of your heart. Like, Jesus quite honestly showed the reality of your heart in his heart. He said, I don't want to drink from this cup. He said it many times. Yeah. And God's like, okay. Like, thank you for telling me that, like, this is what we're going to do. And Jesus, right. like, trusted the Father's will. But if we're not spending time in prayer, becoming more like Jesus, like, that's where he shapes our hearts and changes mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to say yes to the Father's will when it's not the thing that we prayed for. Right. Wow. That's so amazing, Megan. Oh, my I goodness. I can't. Y'all, I just have to say... <laughs> What? Mary Patton, sorry, I just keep talking. Mary Patton is literally a gift to my life. That's all I have to say. Aww. And I am just so excited that she's been able to bless our campus because I came to college and I didn't know how to love Jesus among people who didn't. Like, that scared me. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what to talk to you about. I just, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. And, like, watching you walk into Ole Miss last year, confident of, like, who God made you to be and just watching you love people but saying 
I'm not changing. Like, I'm going to keep loving people and, like, embrace them as they are because that's what Jesus would do. It has inspired me so much and given me hope, like, on this campus. Megan, that's so nice. I like, love you. That's so sweet. I mean, I couldn't do it without community and you yeah. and others who encouraged me so much. And, um, no, this has been so much fun. It's been such a fun project to see unfold. I mean, like, I really don't know. I had this list of people in mind that I'm like, I would love to ask them to be on the podcast. I would love to ask them. But it's kind of just, like, who God puts on my heart the week of. And it just always seems to be, I don't know, it just, like, seems that that whoever comes on, like, somebody needed to hear that. Which is such obedience to him to do it one week at a time Um. and, like, let him work in that way. (laughs) Thanks, Megan. You're so... (laughs) Okay, I could say so much about her, too, but maybe I would just love to have you back on another time. Like, (laughs) oh, there's so many... Like, like Elizabeth, like, there's so many topics that we could cover together. I mean, it's crazy. Ugh, but anyways, thank you so much. Thank this you. This was so time. fun. I love you. <laughs> y'all tune in next week. We love y'all. And thank you again for listening. Bye.